0: You're listening to Hashtag no with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at JustPlainZack for really funny Instagram stories, probably of me doing my hair, or of me watching my neighbors, um, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. I just spent the weekend, or my Friday night, I spent it at Refinery29's 29 Rooms, so there are a lot of really, really cute photos of me there. I was, like, taking pics, and, like, smiling and smizing, and I was a little lit, so my picks were, like, extra fun. Um, I'm also going to speed... I'll tell you about 29 rooms in a minute. But I'm also going to speed dating tonight. They're like, do you want to do this again? And I'm like, oh, I guess. Even though I said I probably wouldn't when I had D-Ran Anderson on my show. And I convinced him to do it, and he ended up doing it. He hasn't given me an update yet, but I'm hoping eventually he will. But... I'm just saying tonight, I'll have an update for you next week. I'm going to be doing speed dating again tonight. This will be my fourth time. And I'm hoping fourth time's to try. Like at this point, like I'm actually serious about about getting to know someone at this point. And I'm going into it. Like the first few times I was like, oh, I'll have fun with it. I'll have fun with this. It'll be a good night out. But now I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to make the time commitment, then like I'm ready to be serious and like actually find somebody. Otherwise, what am I, you know? It's just, what, a fun night out? I only need a fun night out. I'm good. I'm good. Actually, I do need a fun night out. It's been a really fucked up week. Um... But I can't really get into it. So instead, we'll get into some pop culture dish. But before we do that, I want to give a quick shout out to Trendy Tees, who had a really nice review on iTunes. Hey, Trendy Tees, Hey, girl. How you doing, girl? Um, she wrote, I love this pod. I, got here for a dish. I go here for additional pop culture dish and date recaps. Happy Halloween. She left this on Halloween, but I'm just seeing it now. Sorry, girl. Thank you for reviewing. Love your reviews. And keep them coming. Keep them coming and let me know what you are enjoying on the show. Do you want more housewives news? What else do you guys want? Do you want more? Uh, you guys apparently don't really like teen mom news. I was given some teen mom move news, but nobody really seems to be into that. I thought the whole Amber Portwood shit was like intense and like crazy. And I was like living for it on the Twitter. But if you guys aren't into it, fine. Cool with me. Um, again, thank you, Trendy Tees. If you guys want to leave a review, I'll give you a shout out on the show. Okay. Um, okay. Also, speaking of nights out, I decided I wanted to take a night out last night and so we went I went out um I went to this bar in Highland Park here in LA. It's called Block Party and it seemed like really cool millennial because they have like pink ne- a pink neon sign that says Block Party and like a handwritten like, like little font and it just seemed like really cool and millennial and it was kind of fun and it was a cute little spot and the bartender was cute but then I ended up meeting like this crazy bitch and she was just like really off her rocker and like wanted a fight and it was just like it was intense she kept talking about respect don't disrespect me um, and I didn't think I was disrespecting her. She actually just walked up, and she had a beer that had a cat on it, and it was called a kitty. And she was excited. She's like, "Oh my god, you got my kitty back!" And I was like, "Girl, why are you why are you showing the whole bar your kitty, your space kitty?" And then it was kind of like funny, and it started as a joke, and then eventually I was like, "Okay, Bertha needs to go home. She's she's a little too lit for me." Um, but that was that was uh, the night out that I had. So I'm you know not big on nights out, but I actually had fun. It, uh, aside from you know Bertha probably about to, to snap my neck, but whatever. That's why, you know, I'm just going to drink and, and talk shit from home. <laughs> um, also, I went to, like I said, on Friday night, I went to refinery 29's 29 rooms which was actually a lot of fun if you don't know what 29 rooms is they invited me and it's basically i mean it's called 29 rooms but it's more of like one big giant room and a lot of like little pop-ups and activations which are kind of cool a lot of good photo ops like you know when you go to like mu- the museum of ice cream or the museum of christmas land or i think it's called follow la land i did that last year um but you go to these things and they're kind of fun and they're kind of cute and you do a lot of photos and it's like six rooms well i mean this is similar to that even though i think this is way better than that because it's 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 like a whole – most of the the quote-unquote rooms are more of like experiences. They do have like little rooms that you can go into. Some of them have like games. Some of them have like um, photo ops, obviously. There's like a photo booth in one of them. And they're just like the activations and the creativity and some of the brands are actually really, really cool. They had one um, from Facebook, from the Facebook, the FB, that was really cool. It's like a digital activation room. It's called Mirage by Facebook. And so you go in there and you have your Instagram app and you open up the stories Piece, and then you can like, there's all of this, like, um, I don't know, like digital stuff that like happens on your phone. It's on my Instagram store. You can check it out. It's like it was, it's really cool. That one was really cool. And then um, what else did I really love? The chill Uber had a chill room. You know, I love me some Uber, so I'm gonna go to the Uber chill room. Which at first you walk in and you're like, whoa, what is this? It's a little too empty. But then you realize, like, oh, it's empty, so I can like clear my chakras and like come down and decompress from all the 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 the, the stimulation upstairs. There was also like this little hood witch pop-up, which was really cool and really fancy, and I was like, ooh, yeah, I'm gonna namaste all those negative bitches away. Okay. Uh, the teen bedroom was fun too. If you guys want to check out the teen bedroom, if anybody go, like, I actually think it's really cool and you should check it out. And it's only like twenty five bucks, whereas like most of these, like, they have a Britney Spears one that's coming out and it's like sixty dollars to get in. And I'm like, why is Britney Spears? I don't really give a shit about Britney Spears. I'm whatever. Um, yeah, I would definitely suggest going to Twenty Nine Rooms. The only one that I did have an issue with here's some tea, you guys. Um, the only one that I didn't really love uh, there was like a, a pop up by Mugi. Mugler Mugler Muglier I don't know how to fucking say Mugler It, it was the designer Kim Kardashian wore to the Met Gala this year um and they had a pop up, but see, okay, so here's a little insider behind the scenes information. So when you see, because we saw a lot of different like uh, celebs and stuff, there like Kat Dennings was there. She's she's the girl from Two Broke Girls. Um, she was one of the broke girls, but she's not broke in real life. We have uh, who else was there? Brenda Song was there from. She was the sweet life of Zach and Cody girl, and then she did that really awful Netflix movie that came out recently that was like really bad. It was um, yeah, I don't, I. Some of those Netflix movies are starting to turn into Lifetime lifetime movies. And I'm like, no. Wanda Sykes was also there. She had a little panel. And she's like, yeah, girl power. We're girls and we're writers in Hollywood. And we're changing. We're disrupting the culture. And I was like, yes, disrupt that culture, Wanda Sykes. You go, girl. Um, But so anyway, so... They were all there. I was there. But the thing is, like, if you were to buy tickets and just come to the event, you weren't going to see any of them. You weren't you didn't see me because so there's like a pre opening pre launch thing that happens before it's actually open to the public. And this is pretty standard with a lot of these events. Um, And so I was invited to come to like the pre There was like a pre hour like the day was just like broken up and so there was like one section where they invited like press and influencers and this is when Monda sykes was doing her little talk and then after that they had another section where they had other people that were coming for the vip grand opening party and then eventually by like eight thirty, is when they opened it up to the to the general public so people who bought tickets can come and join the event and so the the intention is they bring all these influencers they bring press they bring celebs they come they take photos they post on instagram And then that gets everybody else excited so that they want to come in and and check out 29 Rooms as well. Really smart marketing strategy, standard, okay? Um, So I was there during the press influencer hour. And I really didn't know if I was invited as I mean, I guess I technically was invited as press, but I don't know if I would have also been considered an influencer as well. And I also don't know, they don't always disclose to you like why they invite you to things. Um, Whether I mean, sometimes I've been invited to things because of my podcast, sometimes I've invited, I've been invited to things because they just think like, I'm a cool person on Instagram, that's like funny, and gonna post really cool stuff. Um, And then sometimes they invite me because they know that I've written for, you know, I write for pop sugar, I'm a contributor of pop sugar. Um, So I didn't Know what exactly I was being invited for if I was there as press which I think I was or and what that means is press does that mean podcast or that does that mean pop sugar or does that mean another website like I don't really know what they categorized me as exactly but so the Mugler little pop-up it was like a cool like futuristic type of space thing they had all this mist and like stuff was like um it looked like you were in space and they had like these little bubble helmets things and it was it was really cool and then you could see and test out the two different scents that they were promoting that night and then they were also promoting that their bottles are refillable which is also really cool because like if you buy a bottle of their perfume which is what they're promoting you can get the perfume and you can refill it anywhere and so that was kind of like their thing and they had like a refillable station they were giving out and then they had like full bottles of their perfume now. So I was there try, walking up to the different pop-ups, went up to that pop-up. And then the woman there's, she's like, are you a pre- are you press or are you an influencer? And I was like, well, I don't, I don't, I'm a podcaster. And that's what I told her. And she's like, oh, well then you can't come in yet. And I was like, excuse me. And she's like, yeah, no, it's only influencers right now. And those are the only people that we're letting in. We're not letting press in yet. And I was like, What, what, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, what is that? What do you mean? Like, we're all here at the same time. We're all here at the same hour. Like, and wouldn't you rather like get press, like good press coverage versus just a, you know, one, you know, sloppy Instagram story that gets mixed in with the 20 others from these influencers. Like, it was just really weird. And I just felt like it was kind of like, I don't know, fucked up to be like, no, you can't come in right now. You're not allowed to come in. And I was like, excuse you, whatever. I would have pimped your shit out um, if I actually liked it. So then I start to like walk away and I'm walking towards one of the other activations. It was like the one that Kat Dennings and Brenda Song, they were there for. They're promoting their new HBO show, Dollface. And so I started walking over there where the photo booth was. And then she's like, oh, wait, 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 It looks like it's a little slow. So because it's a little slow, I guess we can let you in early if you want to like come in now. Like it's totally fine because it doesn't look like it's that busy. And I was just like, whatever, girl, like fuck off. Like I don't even want to look at your perfume or whatever's going on. Like if you're going to like I went to so many of the other pop-ups and like none of them were like no we're only having certain people come in at certain times like i was just like it's ridiculous especially like it was it's just dumb and so like if you're a brand and you're listening to this like this is what not to do take notes if you don't want to piss somebody off because then they probably have a podcast they might not be you know what you consider to be an influencer but they might have a podcast and they're gonna come and and talk about it and talk about you know how unhelpful your um your staff was, or just how not nice your staff was. And then, um, so she's like, you can come in now. And so at first I was like, okay, well, let's see what this is all about. So I walk over and then like, nobody's even instructing us as like, what's as to what is supposed to happen what we're supposed to do, where we enter from. So we're standing there at like, what was the refilling station where they're refilling full size bottles of their, um, perfumes. And, even those girls they're just like looking at us and kind of like smiling but like and we're obviously standing there waiting for something so it's like what are we like can somebody instruct us as to like what you're actually like their whole staff was just like way off and not the whole stat the Mooglier staff was not that whole little brand activation was just not it wasn't my favorite um but the experience overall of the 29 rooms I actually thought was really cool just not a fan of that specific brand activation um but no it's it's cool they have a lot of fun rooms they had drinks you can do drinks. So you can do your little thing. You can take your photos and hook up your Instagram. Um, okay. So should we do some pop Culture dish now? Or some Bravo dish. Some Bravo breakdown. Dun dun dun. So first up, Real Housewives of New Jersey is back and they are not messing around. It was a good, it was a good season premiere. I thought it was um it wasn't as juicy as I was hoping for but I guess like you kind of have to pace yourself you don't want to start out too hot because then the season dies midway kind of like what happened to Beverly Hills last season where the dog it was dragged out for so long because they were trying to you know extend the whole Lisa Vanderpump drama as much as they could before she left and then it just the first part was just too dragged out and then all the drama came and then it wasn't as exciting for the second half of the season whatever Um, I do have to say Jennifer does look hot she looks really good with her lipo because her hubby hooked it up Um, so and it's smart that she's doing her little celebration party so they can get it on the camera. And she has her and she's like, look at my lipo and I look so good. Like she, that is, that is a smart marketer. She is using that housewife show to really hook up her husband's business because she knows that is where her paycheck is coming from. If housewives ever cuts her loose, she's like, my man does plastic surgery and look at I am a case study, holla. She's also apparently like having some beef with Jackie, which to me makes zero sense. It's so stupid. Like the whole, first of all, Jackie, so... Context for people that haven't seen it or a little refresher. Jackie saw on Teresa's Instagram story that Teresa was out to dinner with Jennifer and Jennifer was at the dinner table mock or impersonating Jackie. I I mean, you could say mocking or you could say impersonating, but there was basically a line from the reunion that um, Jennifer was repeating that, that Jackie said. And so she was like, you know, Playing it up and just just being funny. And so the thing is, like Jennifer and Jackie actually are seem to be friends, their kids hang out, they have play dates, all of this type of stuff. So there wouldn't be any indication that like Jennifer would be like one shady or anything. And I think like if Jennifer really did feel bad, she could have been like Teresa, Hey, do you mind just taking it down? That's my girl. I, you know, was drunk and being stupid, whatever. It, it, it wasn't that big of an issue. But my issue here is when Jackie comes out and she's like, that's cyberbullying. You're cyberbullying me. And that's not cool. And it's like, no, that is not cyberbullying. You need to not use these terms so loosely because when you use these terms loosely, I say this all the time, when you use these terms loosely, you cheapen the argument. And when you cheapen the argument, it makes real cyberbullying. It makes when these are real issues, it makes it less valid because then at that point, everybody just thinks you're throwing up that flag. You're throwing up that card, you know, and it's like it's not it doesn't get taken as seriously as it should be because you dilute it with all this other bullshit minutia that doesn't technically classify as cyberbullying. I mean there wasn't she wasn't like trying to intimidate Jackie she wasn't trying to embarrass her or put her down she just did a fun impersonation that happened to be caught on Instagram story that Teresa thought would be funny like I think Teresa was a little more wrong to post that because she doesn't like Jackie and she could have been doing that as like something to you know be a little bitchy about but I don't think Jennifer was in the wrong here I think Teresa if anything if she wants to play that if Jackie wants to play that card then she should have had an issue with Teresa posting it um or she could have just been like jennifer look i was a little offended that you you know were mocking me i thought we were friends and it could have just been something a little more i mean it just it wasn't that big of a deal and then jennifer was like i was joking and she could have been like look i get it you were joking but it did kind of hurt my feelings like i just hope that you know with our friendship we just you know won't deal with this bullshit moving forward and i think they could have both like been fine all right not that big of a deal um we didn't get to see marty in the opening but we did see marty in which is danielle's ex-husband we saw him in the trailer and so marge margaret margaret josephs has come out and she is saying um she's talking about her relationship with marty and so she said that marty called her husband and apologized because if you remember last season uh, Margaret and her husband pushed Marty into the pool because he was, you know, not being so nice to Margaret. And um, he apparently called Joe and he's like, look, I'm sorry, I was an asshole. Danielle's crazy. I didn't mean it. So now uh, Margaret's saying that they're actually really good friends now. And I mean, I think that's kind of weird, but not bad at the same time. Like, fine, be your friends. I think if anything, it's probably a little bit despite Danielle, but Danielle kind of deserves it uh teresa is in italy right now she's filming with juicy joe Joe, Joe. she's filming with Joe. they're in italy and the girls are there apparently no there too oh no 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 and according to reports things are tense between the two of them probably because like are not really in love anymore. And they know that they've cheated on each other and they've gone to prison. And like, I just think that that relationship is, it, it's done. And she, if she can just cut off all like real communication with him, probably for a while while she heals and he heals. And you know, may, the relationship can be through the girls, but I don't think Teresa needs to have a real like strong relationship with him right now, especially because I think he might've even been willing to still have a marriage with her. And I think she's completely resigned from that. Um, and I just, I don't know, I think, I think it's just, I, I think they just, they need a little bit of a break. And she needs to kind of find out who she is again, and he needs to, you know, find his footing again in Italy. And I think eventually they can be friends, but I think right now it's a little, it's, it's just not there yet. Um, also, in Real Housewives of New Jersey News, Jacqueline Larita recently did an interview or not an interview, but she recently released an episode of her podcast, her new podcast that she hosts with these two other women. It's mostly like wellness focused, but so she came out and she came out guns a blazing. She is coming for Teresa because Teresa did her, her uh, unlocked special with Joe on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live and Jacqueline watched it. Or she saw clips of it and then watched it and she's like, Teresa, she made a lot of like really, really heavy claims. First, she um, is naming who she believes is the person that actually ratted out Teresa and Joe to the feds um, because Teresa's in the past accused Jacqueline of doing it, Jacqueline and Chris. And then she just recently in the special with Andy, she accused Caroline Manzo of being the one that, that turned them into the feds. And Jacqueline's now saying that that's not true, that neither of them turned them in. But what did happen, so now she's spilling some tea. She said that they have a mutual friend, and that mutual friend happens to be Joe Judice's ex-business partner. And apparently, there was a falling out with Joe and his business partner. So, that business partner, who's a friend of Chris Larita's, came to Chris and he's like, Hey, yo, can you like get Joe to like chill and like have a sit down and let's work this out? And then Chris went to Joe and he's like, Hey, are you willing to sit down and work this out? And Joe's like, No, he can go fuck himself. And then Chris went back and told the mutual friend slash ex-business partner that that Joe was like, said, no way, no way, Jose, we're not having a meeting, he's not into it, he's swiping left on you, and he's going to piss you off. And so, when you piss off your old business partner, they act like crazy bitches and do some fucked up shit. I'm not saying that from personal experience, I'm just saying that hypothetically, or just saying that in reference to this situation with Joe and his ex-business partner um yeah so that's apparently who Jacqueline is accusing of is the ex-business partner is the one that they all believe is is who really turned them into the feds and look he knew where all the dead bodies were buried like he he knew like he I mean that's kind of what happens you piss somebody off and you make them angry enough we don't know the details of like what their falling out was it was obviously some type of bad business dealing probably a lot of money on the line but that's what happens. You screw people over, they get up um, they get upset and they take shit out on you. It's the nature of the beast. But Jacqueline is also saying that Teresa isn't so innocent. Like Teresa's trying to make it seem like this was all jail. It was all jail. She didn't know anything. Like we get it, Teresa, you're dumb. But like she's saying that Teresa isn't that dumb, that Teresa actually knew to an extent what was actually going on. And there was even like, she was like hiding money from her Fabulous company and like all of that stuff that like she was hiding certain assets and trying to make sure they didn't lose everything, which I kind of understand. Um, but she basically said that Teresa isn't as as innocent as she's claiming to be. And she, this wasn't all Joe's fault, that they were both wrong and that they've both done each other wrong and that they both cheated on each other over the years. So, this is some big accusations, Jacqueline La Rita. I highly recommend you go listen to her podcast because it is juicy. <sighs> Okay, let's let's flip coasts and go to Beverly Hills. Dun, tin tin dun, dun, dun. So Camille Grammer is back in the game, y'all. Camille is back and she ain't messing around. So earlier she was accusing the girls or accusing Kyle specifically of blocking her from coming back on the show. They brought in Garcelle. They brought, brought in, um, what's the other girl? Sutton, the blonde girl. They brought the two of them in who I, I wasn't really excited to have them in. They didn't seem like they were gonna bring much heat. And then now reports are saying that this season is a little lackluster, and producers are disappointed. Surprise, surprise, they should have never brought in these two new girls. They should have brought back brought back Brandy. Brandy is like the queen of Beverly Hills. And if you're gonna bring somebody to stir the bot, Brandy's the one to do it. Bring in some Kim. Even though, like, I'm tired of the the sober storyline, but crazy Kim, like Kim's just all sorts of fun. She's, she's comic relief. She's um, a little crazy. Like she's got everything that you want. Her facial expressions are the best. Brandy and Kim come to save the day every day. Um, But so they brought Camille back, not full time. Camille said that she's not getting a diamond, but she's coming back really just to stir the pot. Because obviously with the reports saying that the season is lackluster, they need someone to come in and really, you know, shake things up understandably but Kyle Richards had a party over the weekend and in attendance were all of the current housewives and Brandy and Kim and Adrienne Maloof and Eileen Davidson and Camille so it was all the housewives back together there wasn't Taylor I didn't see a Taylor Armstrong and I didn't who else was one of the originals mmm I guess nobody memorable, but Taylor was not there. She was probably one of the very few that I would say is still part of like the iconic cast that was not in attendance at the party to my knowledge from what I saw online and on social media. But, um, the funny part is there was, so Kyle went live at the party, Instagram live on her IG and she was showing, Oh, Hey, it's Brandy. Oh, Hey, it's Kim. Oh, Hey, we're all friends. Oh, Hey, Eileen. Oh, Hey, Adrian. Like it was she was just like showing off like look at it's a party we're all together reunion Beverly Hills reunion and then there's like this weird creepy woman uh, that comes in like, towards the end of it, and she jumps in, too, and Kyle's like, oh, who are you? And then she, like, kind of, you know, ignores her and moves away from her, and then the woman, like, continues to follow Kyle, because she wants to, like, be in on the video that shows, you know, all of the women of Beverly, all of the cast members of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she wanted to, like, get in on the action, who's probably, like, a family friend or, like, a friend of a friend that happened to come to the event that happens to be, like... Um, you know, a fan of the show or whatever is what it really looked like. She just wanted like to be seen with Kyle to make it look like we're friends. But then at the end of the, or towards the end of the video, um, Kyle even said, she's like, this woman doesn't get it. And then the woman's like, you should, it, all of you guys, you should send this to Lisa. And then Kyle's like, oh my God. And then she shovels her phone. She's like, I'm live. And then it ends like really abruptly, um, which I'm surprised none of the press actually picked up on that. Cause that was like pretty juicy. I want to know who this woman is and why she is even at this party yeah I'm hoping that they you know really bring Brandy and Kim back in a bigger capacity we know that they're bringing Camille back but like I feel like we already did the Camille thing where she came and she really stirred up the drama but like I feel like we need to bring Brandy and Kim back full-time like that just that needs to happen because I love them okay let's switch back coasts and let's go to New York well actually New York by way of Chicago so Tinsley is reportedly leaving Real Housewives of New York. So there have been reports that she quit the show earlier, but obviously she's contractually obligated to finish out this current season. But so reports are now saying that this will be her last season, that she'll write it out. She'll film as much as she has to. And then once season 12 wraps, she is moving to Chicago. And the same source also said that Scott would be proposing soon, which is kind of dumb that a source would leak that to a publication that Scott's going to be proposing soon like why would you like i i think it's stupid i also think it gives Tinsley false hope and like look Tinsley girl do not leave your paycheck until there is a ring on your finger until he has a full closet for you until everything is, like, solidified. There's no prenup. You don't want a prenup. Like, you just have to make sure all your your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed and that you're gonna be taken care of, especially given the history of this relationship. You wanna make sure you're gonna be taken care of before you just, like, walk away from Housewives. Like, when you walk away from the show, she's not one of them. She's not a Bethany. She's not a Dorinda or, or even a Ramona who can walk away from the show and who will probably come back at some point if they wanna come back. They have the option. Tinsley's not... Like, she's not going to get a chance to come back on the show. Like, nobody's really going to want her back. She's going to be a um, a Kelly Ben Simone or a, who's that, who's that other one? Cindy Barship. Was that her name? She was awful. Um, yeah, Tinsley's going to be one of those that's going to be, like, discarded in the past. And Jules. Oh, my God. Do you remember Jules, the real skinny one with the big cheekbones? She, another one, just discarded with the rest of them. And, like, and what happens if things don't work out with Scott? She's going to come back to New York and cry her little eyes out again? No, no. Tinsley, swipe left. I'm actually happy that she's leaving. I was happier when I thought that she quit and she wasn't going to film the rest of the season. But now that I know that she is writing out the rest of the season, I'm not as happy about that. But whatever, as long as we get rid of her after season 12, I'm happy. But I want to know what they're going to do with her friend now. If her friend's really going to replace her or, like, how they're going to save this show. Apparently, they're bringing back Jill, Jill Zarin. Jill Zarin. She's coming back on the show. Um, probably not in a full-time capacity. But I feel like at this point, just give Jill a fucking apple. Like, just give it to her. She's so desperate for it. She wants so badly. Like, just give it to her and she'll just stir the pot, stir the drama, bring in the OGs. Shit, let's even throw Alex McCord in there. <sighs> okay, let's flip back, coasts. Flip my hand back, check my nails. Vanderpump Rules is coming back in January, which is fucking bullshit. It originally started uh, airing in November's, and then they pushed the the season premiere dates to December for the past two seasons. So I was expecting it to come out in December, and now they're like, nope, we're going to make you wait until after New Year's. Um... So now we have to wait until I think it's January 7th and they now have like five newbies that are joining the cast, including Raquel and Bo. Happy that Bo's joining. Not so happy that Raquel's joining. I am not a fan of Raquel. I just, I don't, I'm hoping she gives us a little more because everyone's like, you hate Raquel, stop hating on Raquel, we love Raquel. eh." I'm like, she's dumber than a box of rocks and she doesn't bring very much to the show. I mean, the only thing she's there for is to make it look like James is straight. And we know he's not. Um, But yeah, I can't. There was a little bit of a teaser that came out that like hints at some beef between Sandoval and Jax and obviously the drama between Stassi, Katie and Kristen. We saw a little bit of that. We saw we got to meet the new cast members, saw a little bit of their drama. They didn't give us much, though. Like, you may just wait this long for a trailer. This is obviously like a little teaser, but it's not. I don't believe this is the real trailer trailer because the real trailer normally like really lays everything out and like lets us know what's going to happen this season. And this was just like really random little clippets. like we didn't see Stassi's engagement. We didn't see Britney's wedding. We didn't see much about this fight with Kristen. Like it was not it was just like a little teaser. It's just like, you know, it was just the tip, but I need, I need the full penetration. (sighs) I guess now we just sit and we wait, you guys. So... Thank you for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. If there's any other tea or juice, let me know. Please leave me a review. Let me know you listened to this episode. And stay tuned because I have some juicy reality stars that are coming up to end out this season eight of Hashtag No Filter, which will be ending by the end of this year. And then we'll have a new season of Hashtag No Filter and a new season of Hashtag Adulting coming next year. Mm-hmm. Early next year. Both shows will be back. Oh, crap. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. I'm Zach Peter, and you can follow me at JustPlainZach all over the social meds. Don't forget to listen to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the places, even Luminary, as is Adulting, Hashtag Adulting, Life hacks to get your shit together, hosted by me, Nikki Sharp, and Abigail Freyer. Season four is going to be ending soon. We have Dr. V on the show this week. We did a live taping with her at Color Labs that's going to be airing this Tuesday on Hashtag Adulting. Dr. V is so juicy, and I love her. her. Her advice is real straight up. So if you know her from, she was actually on Real Housewives of New Jersey when she was helping Joe and Teresa work out their issues. And she is currently on Marriage Bootcamp. so she has all the insider celebrity tea. She's going to be on the show. Tune into it. Follow me at Just Plain Zach. Listen to Hashtag No Filter Mondays and Wednesdays. Monday Pop Culture Breakdown. Wednesday Unfiltered Interviews. Get ready. They're coming. Okay, bye.